Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. All right, listen, I know I got a lot of 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds, entrepreneurs that are always checking us out and watching what we got going on. And today is gonna be a first. Um, we always talk about success. We, we talk about how it, it's a choice. It doesn't show up at the front door. Success leaves clues. So you have to understand when it's all said and done, it's a daily grind. Today I have with me none other than Elijah Gertrude. What's up, man? How you doing? How, How you doing? doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing ha well. Happy interview today. I'm excited to be with you. I'm excited to be here as well. He is a starting guard for Hudson Catholic in Jersey City, one of the perennial high schools here in New Jersey. And yeah. and as we get into your story, um, you know, if you could share with all the folks what's going to be happening in November, I think it's a pretty big deal. Um, yes. In November, um, I'm going to be signing uh, to the University of Virginia. Um, had a great, played great this this spring um, turned out well. Uh, I'm in a I'm in a great place. I'm in great hands with uh, Coach Bennett, so I'm excited. So when we just just for the record, all the folks that are out there, when we talk about signing, you're getting a Division One basketball scholarship, correct? Yes. Yes. And that you know that's the equivalent of sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year in tuition, if not more. Yes. And as I understand, the Virginia are they still in the ACC? Are they an ACC team? Yes, they in ACC. So you, you're lucky enough to go play Duke every year in North Carolina and all those schools. Absolutely. And um, you know, didn't they just win a national championship recently? Yes, they won a, a national championship in 2019. Wow. So think about that, folks. We have you know Elijah here who just is going to be signing in November to um, a proven winner. Virginia, who not only just won a, a recent national championship, um, he himself, Elijah, comes from a from a high school that has created high school All Americans and probably seventy five players uh, between you know Coach Nick Marinello's two schools uh, between Hudson Catholic and Bloomfield Tech, and um, pretty amazing. And you're one of those next players that is going to move on. So, if you could talk about you know the recent journey, we'll talk about spring into now and it seems like there was a step up from yes. where you were the summer before and then we're going to go back in time a little bit so for the kids that are out there sophomores and juniors and how important it is to to do things in the off season and, and where it could land you if you could share that that'd be awesome um ultimately you just have to stay in the gym um be confident in yourself that was one of my biggest issues coming into high school um freshman year sophomore year was just confidence um once you build your confidence there's no going back uh, just go out there, play your game, be confident, get in the gym. When you get in the gym, work on things that you're going to do in the game. Um, that was the, that was really the biggest thing, and that's what took a step this spring. Yeah, um, what happened this spring, if you could get into that a little bit? Um, this a, spring. Because you guys had a great season yeah. last year, right? You yes. won the counties. You know, you, you know, you, I think you, you had a little bit of an upset yes. in the state tournament. <laughs> Still um, mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> Still mad about that. But um, did that was that but, but, – Good point. Did that lead you into a spring mindset? Yes. Of, of elevation. Yes, it actually it actually did. Um, losing that game to St. Peter's Prep in the state stat, it triggered something in me. Yeah. Uh, we beat them for the county championship. 
Uh, I would, everything, everybody was excited. And then we had to finish it off and we couldn't finish it. Um, I think that's what sparked it all. I just don't like losing. So when we lost to them in the States, it's a, it's a city rival, it's a rival, it's a rivalry. So when we lost to them in the States, yeah. it sparked something in me. Um, Tell us about it. Went out in the spring, um, playing with the City Rocks. It was a new organization, uh, never played with them before. Was searching for a, a AAU team to play with. Um, now you had been on previous AAU teams. Yes. Being as you're a very good player that you were. Yes. Was there something um, different about this? Um, it was or just was it a, your attitude that may have been elevated. Was yes, it, it was ultimately ultimately a new team, um, the new fit that I was trying to find. Um, Coach Hart, they came in, they welcomed me with open arms. Um, the whole organization, they welcomed me. Just getting there, uh, didn't feel any pressure. Um, just go there, and play my game. Coach Hart. He set everything up for me. He knew how I played, the plays that he ran, the sets that he ran. It all helped me at the end of the day. Um, that as I got comfortable with the team, uh, after the first session, after the second one, as I got comfortable, it picked up. Um, that's when things started sparking as a team. Uh, we had runs and then we had losses, but after the losses, we got right back on our feet and the runs, it picked back up. So, so a lot of people who have, you know, parents like myself, right? Yes. And then players that are watching right now, you know, they may they may not get on these elevated AAU teams. You have to have a skill set to get there. But there could be a step below and a step below. It sounds like to me this summer, some good things happened during your was it in the summer these tournaments? Or were yes, they really the, the ones in like Pittsburgh and and, and and Atlantic City that happened in um I guess June, maybe May and June, is that when those tournaments that you did really well took place or was it more in July? Um, it was in July as well. It was uh, just really the spring and the summer, like uh, towards the beginning of the summer. And, and that's the, when the really coaches the, could come see you, right? Yes, is that yes. the open window or something? Yes, they, that's the uh, live period. Got it, live period, thank you. And you had you played exceptionally well and is that, like where were you the year before? What were you tracking? Um, the year before I actually only had um, scholarship offers from uh, St. Peter's, um, Iona. Which is the MAC conference. Yes, yeah. uh, mostly MAC schools, uh, Siena. So just uh, going from those offers and those schools to where I am now, it's, it's a blessing. Well, not first, and by the way, getting a Division One scholarship offer is it's, incredible. Yes. Just like, you know, yes. we'll start there. But I'm interested in your dynamic, your your mental DNA, let's call it, that you had that on the table and you're like, you know what? I could take this further. Yes, and you didn't rest. It sounds like you didn't you didn't rest on your laurels. It sounded like you would continue to push forward. What was in you that made you want to keep pushing forward? It was just the drive, the drive that I had. Um, I knew I was, I could be something bigger. Yeah, um, I could be bigger and better. Um, uh, the competition, uh, the MAC is a great, great conference. Yeah, um, just a Division One school is Division One school. Yeah, so I knew. I was something you bigger. Yes, yeah. I just had to get there. Now, uh, now, do you have accountability partners um, besides parents and you know coaches? Is there accountability partners that drive you every day in business? We have accountability partners. Is there kids that you? I know you have a very good team. Do you guys have like a a thing where you kind of just push each other and, and make sure you keep it? it keep that's it gonna 100? that's gonna be there uh, regardless. We're always gonna push each other. Yeah. Um, I want to say I have an accountability partner, but there's definitely people that pushes me. Yeah. Um, I know Coach Nick is one. Yeah. Uh, Coach Nick is going to continue to push me. Whether I made it or not, um, he's going to continue to push me. Um, yeah. My mom, my dad, 
my brother, my sister, they're all, they're all there. Are you the oldest, youngest in the middle? Um, I'm, in, I'm in the middle. You're in the middle? Yes. And wh where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Jersey City. Jersey uh, City. Grew up in Marion, Marion Gardens. Yep. Um, it was... How, that, how were the early years? That's something that really drove me as well. Uh, growing up, being from Marion Gardens, it, that really drove me. Uh, coming home and seeing my mom, my dad, having to work extra hard, that's something that really drove me. And what does mom and dad do? What, what um, my that? mom is, she's in the financial department at, uh, for Hudson Group. Yeah. Um, my dad is, he's now the, my dad is a superintendent uh, for Irby. So your parents every day, like, was there dinner at, at night at five o'clock and you guys would talk about, like, what was the, what was the messaging? Because listen, I mean, growing up inner city is very difficult yes. as it is, right? To protect you from the outside streets. What, were the, what was the messaging like in the early years? Um, just keeping the right people around me. Um, Proximity is power. Yes. Uh, want people with the best interests, with my best interests at heart. And what grammar school did you go to? Uh, Jersey City Community Charter School. Were you guys really good? Um, we had a, yes. We, were you averaging like 50 when you were like in fifth grade? No, no. <laughs> it was pretty much the same as, um, as high school now, actually. Um, my sixth grade year, I really didn't play much. I played a little bit. Um, seventh grade year, I... Went to the, I was in the star lineup seventh grade year. I played a little bit as well. Wow. Well, and then eighth grade year, that's when it started picking up. Yes. Yeah. And then freshman year at Hudson Catholic was the same thing, played a little bit. Now, did you play uh, freshman in JV? Did you play varsity? What was your, um, as what a, made you choose Hudson Catholic? Um, firstly, it was uh, a decision that I would, like, we sat down, we actually had to think about because Maris was on the table, yeah. St. Peter's Prep. Um, Maris closed down. Though, yes, right? Maris closed down. That was one of the Imagine biggest things. Imagine if you would have made that. Era. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maris closed down. That's why we didn't. I didn't pick Maris. Maris closed down. Um, who was coaching Maris at the time? I, I, I was out of touch. Um, I Coach Gamble. Okay. Coach Gamble. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Got it. Uh, there was St. Peter's Prep, and then my brother went to Dickinson High School as well. Now was so, your brother a good basketball player? Yes. Did he play? Yes. Is he in college? Yes, he goes to uh, Alberta's Magnus now. Wow, that's in, awesome. In Connecticut, so yeah, that's that's great. That's great. And how how many years older? Um, he's twenty one now. So did he used to like just dominate every day for? He used yeah. to dominate. Kid, is he still dominating? Or are you? Is um, he I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could. Um, listen, I didn't say that, Big Brother. You know, that's, you know I'm, listen, I'm, I'm just here interviewing my man right here. Go ahead. Um, I think he could. He has to get back in the gym. He has to get back to working. He was a, he was a workhorse, but he lost it a little bit. But has I think his he, is he like you? Is he tallish? Is he, um, what's his skill set? He's a little. I'm taller than him now. Yeah. Um, right. he's a little shorter than me, but he's he's bigger. Yeah. He's a lot bigger than me. Um, is he tatted up and everything? Like just to let you know, time. No. No. All right. He's just, Your mom and dad wouldn't let that happen. No. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, he's he's a great player. That's who I was looking up to. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to be like him. That's and amazing. That's awesome. Now he gets to watch me do what I love. Does he come check out? Does he does he get yes. excited? Yes. Does he give you like after games, does he does he give you credit first or does he tell you you have to work on then credit? How does that what's the dynamic? Uh, it depends on what type of game I'm having. Yeah. Like if I'm having a great game, he's gonna come to me and tell me what I need to do first. Like what okay. I need to do better. That's good. And so, but he's I'm, there if you're struggling. Yes, yes. He's always that. he's always there. That's amazing. That's amazing. So listen, you choose Hudson Catholic, right? Yes. And Hudson has a good track record. Obviously, they're they're a powerhouse in New Jersey at that point. Are you playing J V? Are you playing freshman? Are you as a freshman, you know, where um, are you at? I played mostly uh freshman and J V, but I was on a varsity team. Yeah. So um I played probably like three to four minutes a game as a freshman. Uh as a sophomore 
I played, I actually had to go to the starting lineup. Uh, Coach Nick put me in the starting lineup sophomore year. Wow. It was a little different sophomore year uh, because of COVID. Yeah. So. Were you nervous? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I actually had to play the five. Had to play the big man, the center, my sophomore year. Wow. I was about six, one. One ten. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was about six one, probably one hundred fifty five pounds, one hundred sixty pounds. Going I was against like going six, against 10, two, six eight, yeah. two two twenty five, two thirty. So wow. it was it was difficult, but we made it work. That was that was a great team. Yeah, how did you guys do that year? We we did pretty good yeah. that year. I think we because of COVID, we only played about eleven games that year. So yeah. I think we lost about one game. Yeah. One game that year, so yeah, and that was like a you know nice retooling year, and yes, you probably got. Was there a lot of gym time? Like, how, how did it work back then? Um, I know with COVID around here, we used to get in trouble just in the parks. Yeah, yeah, it was. So we couldn't even get into a gym until like after, you know, I want to say the spring. Yeah, it was it was difficult. Yeah, um, just we weren't the way our school, the way Hudson Catholic had it set up. There were two groups. Um, there were group one, I mean group A and group B. Um, so it was hybrid. So some people be online some days, and then some people will be in school some days. So they'll switch back and forth. They'll alternate. Yeah. So if you're not in, you'll be in school Monday, uh, Wednesday, and Friday. Then the other group will be in Tuesday and Thursday um, this first week, and then next week it flips. Got so it. it was pretty. It was different, but they made it work. So tell me about like the culture of the school itself. What is it about Hudson Catholic that that you know that you really love? That really makes you happy to be part of it. You know, both academically and obviously in the basketball as well. Um, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's definitely like an energy, a certain energy coming from the school. Yeah, it just brings you in. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the students, the staff, the the grounds itself, but it's something that definitely brings you in that makes you want to keep coming back to us in Catholic. And how's the students like? You know, when it comes to like, you know, obviously supporting a you're a great basketball team. Yes. Is there like a really good energy about? You know how they cheer for you guys. And it's the home games, and you know what's all that like. The home games, the every sport is the fans. They show up when they come. Yeah. Um, basketball, football, volleyball. It's That's it's amazing. amazing. It's yeah. amazing how the students come together for the games like that. And if you think about Hudson, like what is it? You know, if you're going to talk to a seventh, eighth grader, that you would tell them besides sports, like why it's the energy there is something that you know you you really felt like you're you're glad you went, and this is why. Like, what is it about it? Um, Hudson Catholic is just, a, it's a family. Um, yeah. So at the end of the day, you know everyone. You're always going to talk to everyone. It's connected. It's a family. Yeah. So if I was telling the eighth grader, seventh grader about Hudson Catholic, I would just say, it's like your, it's like your home. Yeah. It's a home. That's definitely what it is. Do you have a favorite teacher there? Do you have somebody that, that's really um, impacted you? Yes. Uh, my freshman year, uh, Ms. Bison, the religion teacher, she helped me out a lot. Yeah. Um, now... I got my one of my favorite teachers now is uh, Mr. McGady. Uh, he he grew on me a lot. Uh, last year I had him. That's Mr. McGady's a history teacher. Yeah. Um, I had him. He loved him. So what is it? I'm I'm interested. Like, what is it about how he grew on you or how the connection happened? Where he's obviously your teacher and he's yes. teaching you stuff about history. But what is it about the style that really made you want to listen and, and be a part of that and just be a part of that class? Um. I've always just, uh, as a person, I just looked up to him. The way he did everything, and then he went through what he went through. He went through a lot um, with his wife passing away from cancer. So everyone was there for him. So when 
at the times when most needed, um, the Hudson Catholic family, they showed up for him, they helped him through the hard times. Amazing. And, uh, That's the family you're talking yes, about. Yeah. Yes. You know, for all you teachers out there that are listening, we talk about the academic and the educational system, at least from a financial perspective, is kind of broken. Um, because they really don't teach financially, you know, how people could become entrepreneurs and successful in business. But what I just heard Elijah just talk about, and this is for all you good folks, if you teach from the heart, you're gonna you're gonna hit the heart, and you are at the first line of defense for kids, you know, to be able to take that next step forward in the game of life. And your message every day is so important. And I think Elijah just highlighted two teachers in particular. Major shout out to you guys and gals, um, and thank you for being part of that. So, you want to talk about basketball? Yes, it's absolutely. Ideal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, tell us about. Uh, I got two kids. One's a junior. One's a sophomore. Um, and and we work every day. We work hard. Um, tell us about missed shots. Tell us about attitude, and mindset that you bring every day, and how it's landed you to where you are right now. For all the kids that could be watching. Um, missed shots is gonna happen. Um. Nobody's perfect. Uh, turnovers, that's a part of basketball. Uh, one thing that Coach Nick taught me was, you miss a shot, don't put your head down. Just get back on defense. That's a major thing. If you put your head down, the offense, the, op the opponents, they're running, getting down to the other side of the floor. Yeah. They're trying to score. So you miss a shot, just get back on defense. You turn the ball over, get back. Um, don't put your head down. It's all about confidence. You put your head down, they, the opponents see you put your head down. So. Yeah. That's a, a big, that's a big thing I uh, I stand on now. Just keep was, playing. Was there a time where you know phys, put your head down physio, physiologically physiologically speaking, um, if you put your head down, it sends a, a, a negative energy yes. message just to yourself as well. Even if like whenever a kid misses a shot and they go, damn, you know, I'll say say that when you make a shot. Don't say that when you yes. miss a shot because it's going to reinforce it. How do you go through a game? even if it starts out tough, like what, what stays in your system on how to work through a tough game? The team's winning, you may not be playing well, yes. right? But the team's winning, right? How do you stay within that game and that team environment in those situations? Um, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's easy. It's, it's definitely hard to, yeah. when you're having an off game, shots not falling, it's definitely hard to keep going. Yeah. Um, but it's just, with the same thing as confidence. You just got to keep your confidence. Um, you lose your confidence, it changes the whole way you play the game. Was there ever a time that you lost your confidence? Um, there was never a time I lost my confidence. It was always hard finding my confidence. Mm. So um, I was always on a smaller side, uh, weight-wise. Um, I was always scrawny, skinnier than everyone. So confidence was a big thing for me. Uh, freshman year, it was, I was smaller. Uh, skinnier so but as I got as my confidence grew I started playing my game you know it's interesting to me confidence comes from work ethic yes right so you know in business or in basketball the harder you work consistently on a daily basis the natural byproduct is confidence is your what does your off season look like when it comes to your individual practicing um individual practices is um it's something that you have to work on um for me, it was a little challenging. Uh, that's something I wouldn't do before. But as time went on, as I got older, as I got more mature, and I started getting in the gym a lot more. Um, that's something that I still have to work on. I, I know I can still get in the gym a lot more. 
Um, what is your mental approach to bed? Do you do mental visualization? Do you do st- besides showing? Because it sounds like you show up every day. Yeah. Right. It sounds like you've elevated. You got a Division One scholarship to Virginia, which is incredible. By the way, that's like the odds on that. I think there's five hundred thousand um, high school basketball players. Eighteen hundred get a Division One yeah. scholarship. Just to put that into perspective, five hundred thousand high school basketball players. Eighteen hundred get a Division One scholarship. Take that and rewind the back. With that being said, though. What is your mental approach? Do you do mental visualization? Do you do things that, um, do, you, do you do yoga? Do you do anything like that that gives you a, a, an edge up? Um, the main thing that pushes me is the thought of helping my family and the mm. people around me. Um, that's something I always wanted to do. Just growing up, watching my mom and dad work hard, I just want them to be able to have a chance to relax. Um, I want to make it so they can sit back, watch me do what I love, and have a chance to just relax. So that's the main thing. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Five years from now, um, oh my God. I'm hoping I'm in the NBA. I'm saying that now, I'm hoping I'm in the NBA. You make a declaration right here, right now? Yes. We're gonna send it to the universe? Yes. So Um, tell us about it. That's a big dream. A lot of people don't make it to the NBA, but I'm hoping that I I make it. Keeping the work and the, oh man. (laughs) Uh, it's something that you dream of. Just as a kid growing up, that's something that stays in your head, making it to the to the big leagues. Yeah, dream big right now. This yes. is this is, you know, you have a window, right? Yes. And it's about dreaming big and not being scared to be successful. Yes. Right? And anyone that gets a division one scholarship plays for the ACC, if they continue to dream big and they continue to work hard and they continue to do what got them there in the first place, the sky's the limit. Right? Absolutely. You know, and, and if your dream is the NBA, write it out, re-engineer it, and do what it takes to get there with integrity and with passion and with love in your heart, you know? Absolutely. And do it for um, you, your family, you know, your 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 neighborhood, your school, um, but make sure it's for you first, right? Yes. Because if it's for you first, then you could help everybody else that you want to help. You know, absolutely, and, and that's what it's about. What is it about? Uh, two things about the NBA. The NBA is the highest level, and obviously, there's a level of compensation. But it sounds like to me, you want to make it to the NBA um, because it's it's the standard, right? And and the byproduct would be a level of financial success. When did you first start dreaming about the NBA? And can you recall what age it was that you felt there was a chance that you can get there? Um, I've been dreaming about. Uh, playing professionally, professionally for for forever. Um, just watch my mom. Uh, not really watch my mom, but my mom was. Uh, my mom is a Hall of Fame. She's in the Hall of Fame at uh, St. Peter's University. Really, for, uh, women's basketball. Wow. So just there knowing that, folks. yeah, <laughs> knowing that my mom. Uh, what was she? What was her position? She was the small forward. Okay. So, well, yeah, small forward. Do so, you know, do you remember what years that she actually played? Late nineties, early two thousands. I would say probably. I know she was inducted in twenty eleven. Oh wow! So I think it would be. Is she from Jersey City? Yeah, she's from Jersey City. What what high school did she go? Uh, She went to Dickinson High School. Okay, that's amazing. Yes, that's great. So so basketball. She you know you had a ball in your hand when you were little. Yes. Yeah. It's actually I actually have a uh, it's pretty funny I actually have a picture uh, on my second birthday where I had the basketball in my hand. Yeah. And uh. I went to go, like, you could see it in a picture. I was going to shoot it, 
So it was it's pretty funny. It's my uh, second second birthday. So and what is it about your game? What's the best part of your game? Ooh. I would say just the hard working part of it. I know a lot of people say athleticism, um, craftiness, um, but I think I just work hard. Yeah. That's something that I pride myself in working hard. Um I lose you lose the ball, you turn the ball over, just like I said, get back. Just keep working hard. And what's your position? You, you a two guard? Yes. Do you are you a good shoot? Like, how's your shooting skills? How's um, your are you a good slasher? Like, you great. Def- like, what is your what is your game made up of? Um, I would say I'm a great defender. Yeah, that's been coming up a lot. Great defender. Um, that's one thing. That's one reason why the University of Virginia fits so well. Oh yeah. Uh, great defender. Um, I'm I can slash. So, getting to the rim, that's that's something that I do well. And from the shooting standpoint, that's something that I've been working on a lot. Beautiful thing about shooting is you can work on that every day. Yes. You can just get in the gym and shoot 500 jumpers every day. Absolutely. Every day. All day, twice on Sunday. And if you do twice on Sunday, it's 1,000. Yes. Right. Imagine if you did it twice every day, though, in the summer for 90 days. You would probably It's like 27,000 shots or something. Probably be the best. Someone should do the math. 500 shots in the morning, 500 shots at night from June 1st to August 31st. You gotta do the math. On you'll that. be in That's, the NBA if you did you'll that. You'll be in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be a lifestyle shooter. <laughs> um, so, what's the message that you want to send to other kids that are out there on on basketball and and the importance of school? Um, how that's given. I'm sure your grades have given you an extra opportunity as well. Yeah. Right. And how important that is. Um, a message I would give to the kids out there: um, just keep working, uh, push yourself, uh, step out your comfort zone. Um, if no one, if you think no one believes in you, believe in yourself. Um, it's good being uncomfortable. When you're uncomfortable, that's what makes you push yourself. Mm. So just step out of your comfort zone. When no one believes in you, believe in yourself. First of all, I love that. Can you talk about when people are uncomfortable? Like when you were uncomfortable in basketball situations, what you did? That's a that's a great point, by the way. Um, Can you give examples of when it happened where you were yes, like, wow, yes. this is, I didn't think it was going to be like this. Yes. But you did it, and then you were like, wow, I'm glad I did it. Just, I know one, I can speak for one time where I was uncomfortable. I'd love to hear it. Um, just this uh, this summer for the EYBL, the AAU circuit, there was a game when we, well, we picked up a new player, um, Simeon Wilcher, we picked up a new player, and we now had a whole different star five. So we no longer had the smaller guard in the game. So I had to play guard this game. You had to play two or one? The one. Okay. I had to play the one. Ooh. So it was a little different. Ooh. It was uncomfortable. It yeah. was a little different. And um I didn't I didn't know how it was gonna turn out. But I used to play the guard, but this was years ago, like sixth grade, seventh yeah. grade. And this is the big now game. this is Yeah. Yes. So I didn't know how this was gonna turn out, but it turned out pretty well. Um ended up scoring twenty five, nice. shooting eight for ten. So was it a lot of foul line to foul line? Was it half court set? Was it like it was, did it you was, find yourself bringing it up methodically, or was yes. it like more of a fast pace? It was more of a, a half court set. It's even better. Yes. So oh. just being uncomfortable just makes you produce a lot more. Um, when you're uncomfortable, you pay attention. You to pay details. attention to detail. Yeah. Exactly. That's amazing. So for for you know, if we fast forward five years, ten years from now, and you could have it all, right? You know, what does that look like? And I don't just mean money. I mean, like, just in the game of life. Um, ooh. 
It's a good question. That's right? a good question. Start thinking about this stuff because yeah. if you start, you'll start manifesting it. Absolutely. You got to take yourself to when you're 23, what that feels like, and embody the feeling of the success that you want to step into. Right. Exactly. So visualize being making the All Star team. Visualize what that's like to play um, professionally and, and traveling two, three times a week, and playing um, an 82 game season. And, you know, all of a sudden, whoever your legends or your heroes are in the NBA, you know, they could be on the same team that you're on. Imagine what that would be like in a locker room. That would be amazing. Imagine what that would be like, you know, practicing against them every day. So what you do is you take that emotion now and you fast forward to the future and you think about what that's going to feel like. And the universe has a way of making things happen for us, you know. And if it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be, but something else was meant to be. Yes. But if you stay on your track and you stay... You stay disciplined to your daily habits, you'd be amazed at what happens. So, if you could have it all 10 years from now, what would that look like? What would that feel like? Uh, I would have to say 10 years from now. 10 years from now. You're a veteran in the NBA. Veteran in the NBA. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would say uh, I would love to have an NBA finals on my, on my resume, on my track book. Um, did you win or did you make yes, it? To the yes, final? yes. Right. You got to be clear when you yeah. talk to the universe. Win the, win the NBA finals. Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, love to be an all star. Not once, maybe about three times. Mm. Three time all star or more than that. Did you write a book at that point? I would love to write a book. Was, was it written at that point or is it after that? I would say after that. Okay. Uh, right. I'll write a book after that. Um, so. Do you have a brand? Ooh. Yeah, I would love to have a brand. So 10 years from now, I would say win the NBA Finals. Uh, I'll say like five-time, four-time All-Star. Yeah. Um, have a brand. You have a social media presence that's incredible. Yes. That gets millions of views every day. Absolutely. And you have followers that just want to buy your products that you sell. Yes. So it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to think about. It's good stuff to think about, but it only happens if you work hard every day. Yes. Right? So give us a quick... Um, Opinion about this upcoming season? Oh, it's going to be a great season. Tell me, tell me all about it. It's going to be a great season. We have a a young, a very young team. Uh, we basically have the same team from last year. We lost uh, three seniors, so we have almost the same exact team. Um, this is a, a great group of kids. Yeah. Um, just every everybody in this group wants it. What what is the starting lineup like? Height and like what is the skills like? What what does it look like? What um, a potential start lineup. We're gonna be. I know we're gonna be able to move around. We're gonna be able to get down the floor yeah. faster than everyone. Yeah. I know that for a fact now. Um, probably got the quickest backcourt, probably in the country. Wow. Um, I know that. I know that for sure. Yeah. Um, this is gonna be a great. I season. can't wait to come. To this is gonna be games. a great. I'm, season. I'm excited. I'm excited. So when is uh, when is the when is the season open up? At least here in New Jersey. Um, I know we start official practices, the first practice after Thanksgiving. Okay. And I think our first game would be sometime, I think sometime in December, middle of December. Awesome. So yeah. Now, is there, uh, the state tournament's different this year, right? There's no yes. tournament of champions. So does it, does the state tournament end with the parochial championship? Is that, yes. is that how they're playing it? And then same thing, you still have a county championship though, right? Yeah, still gonna have a county championship. So how many games do you typically play a season? Um... What would it be this year? Um, I'm actually not sure. I think it would be around, what, 
20, 25, 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you know, Elijah, thank you for coming on. You're the very first high school basketball player I've, I've had thank on you. here. I'm so excited about it. Uh, I'm excited now. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in your world. I'm in your energy space and excited to watch what happens next and looking forward to come checking out some games and, and, you know, just being a life coach in any way you ever want help with anything, you know, this is, you have access to, to, to my world and uh, looking forward to uh, just watching and see what happens next. And, and this interview was an honor for me much more than it was for you. This was a gift for me. I'm, I'm grateful to thank be part of this and I can't thank you enough for coming down here. Is there anything you want to share to everybody out here just as a last thought? Um, just like I said, just believe in yourself. Uh, your biggest supporter is yourself. If you support yourself, you don't really need anyone else. Just keep being you, keep pushing yourself, uh, and be uncomfortable. Mm, be uncomfortable. I love it. That should be the name of it. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you this season. Thank you. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.